Hi, I'm Lisa Pepe, a food journalist focused on finding the next generation of culinary artisans that are changing up the industry. These artisans have a whole new approach to reaching and satisfying the next generation consumer. In this podcast, we'll explore chefs and artisans from around the world diving into their story and passion. Welcome to this episode of Chef AF, It's All Food. Welcome to Chef AF. I am your host, Lisa Pepe. Today we are going to talk to an executive chef about developing authentic recipes and turning them into menu classics. This episode is brought to you by First Leaf. This is wine gifting made easy, but it's also one of the best, I think, best wine clubs in America. And one of the things you can do, of course, with First Leaf is you get a custom concierge that is building your own wine portfolio. And this is the thing that I really like about it. I use First Leaf. It's one of the products that when I'm trying to explore new wines, whether I'm doing for my own personal, or I have my own friends in the restaurant industry that are always asking which new type of concept or wine have you seen coming into the market? That's where First Leaf and their wine concierge really comes into play. And if you're not really that astute on wine. Maybe it's a restaurant that you're just getting started and you're thinking about, let's get to a lot more in-depth around wine. Well, guess what? First Leaf has a wine school and it's one of the best wine schools out there that teaches you a lot about pairings, how things can really change up your whole offering from your wine menu. And of course, when you're looking at First Leaf, make sure and check out their full collection. They have an unbelievable bundle section. You can buy these in simple six bottle packages or go all the way up to 12 bottles. Make sure and check out firstleaf.club for more information. On today's show, I am thrilled to bring you my guest, executive chef Chris Neff from Noel Nashville's Make Ready L&L. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you for having me. Chris, before we get into this, um, I, I wanna talk a little bit about your education uh, how you became a chef. Give us your backstory. Yeah, so I didn't really go to culinary school. Uh, I kind of got lucky. I kind of sort of fell into it. I was a busboy working in a restaurant. Uh, it looked kind of fun back in the line. And eventually I was like, all right, I want to do that. And then I was awful at it. And then eventually, you know, everyone kind of was like, all right, let's, let's teach you a few tricks here and there. And then eventually I became better and then you know now I'm where I'm at now so it all uh, you know you got to start somewhere yeah exactly and we all do start somewhere um for those who may not know Noel or make ready can you tell us a little bit about Noel and then talk about uh make ready and the team and what you do yeah so Noel is a hotel in Nashville uh the building was built in 1929 opened as a hotel in 1930 and then ran as a hotel until 1972. And then it was turned into a bank, a few other things. And then finally back in 2014, uh, Rockbridge bought the property and then kind of converted it into what it is now. And it's a it's beautiful like art deco building, tons of original like Tennessee marble. Uh, we have this gorgeous ballroom. Uh, the features are really cool. I like when I first walked into the hotel after accepting the position, I was like, whoa. Like it's, it's a, it's a pretty hotel and it's very unique and it's almost like walking into like an old train station. Uh, I really dig it. 
That's so great. Um, and then tell us about Make Ready. Where does Make Ready come into play? So Make Ready is a restaurant. Uh, we're open seven days a week. Uh, we have uh, brunch 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. and then dinner 5 to 10 p.m. And we've kind of gone in a time with a little Nashville twist just to kind of make it a little more uh, approachable to the locals and you know, make it a little bit more fun. Okay, that sounds good. Um, I, I think it's super important to understand, you know, I, I, I truly believe that chefs are absolutely artists. So can we talk about the creative process um, behind the menu creation at Make Ready L&L? Yeah, so actually right now we're, we're working on our spring menu. Uh, so that R&D starts kind of three months before we initially would want to roll out a menu. So I'll get with my team of chefs and I'll be like, hey, this is what we're going to change, X, Y, and Z. And then this is where I kind of want to go. So let's kind of, you know, I'll assign different areas of the menu to each chef. So that way it's a little easier. So it's not overwhelming to come up with 12 different dishes. I can have, you know, four people come up with three dishes and then I can kind of work with them and kind of create so that they have my kind of touch on them, but it also will have their kind of, uh, you know, signature as well. So everyone's involved and kind of buys into it because if everyone has that, uh, you know, pride and passion behind it, it's going to be yummy and delicious. For those of you tuning in, um, we are going to share with you chef's recipe for meatballs, which brings me to really the point of uh, the insights I want to get to. So chef, turning authentic uh, recipes into menu classics, would you say that the meatball dish uh, that you shared with us, is that an example of that? Yes, like that, that's a recipe that's kind of gone through multiple variations over the years. And then I feel like now it's where it's, it's I think it's one of the best meatballs in Nashville. Uh, we just have a lot of fun with it. Uh, used to like try to make a recipe and make it super unique. And then, you know, that's not really what people want. They just want something that really tastes good and they can identify with and, you know, reminds them of, you know, something their mom would make. So I, you know, I use a lot of my, like my mother's and my grandmother's recipes. And then I just kind of chef them up a little bit. Uh, that's kind of what we did with our meatball recipe. So, I do like a, a mixture of uh, ground beef, Italian sausage, and then ground bacon. And that really kind of like takes it up to that next level. Like you've got the, you know, the smoky fattiness of the bacon kind of helps round out the like spicy kind of fennelly notes of the Italian sausage. And then, you know, the fattiness of the uh, ground beef. And then of course you add in, a, you know, a bunch of Parmesan cheese, ricotta, and then we do uh, confit garlic and shallots in there as well. So I really just... It's just yummy. Yeah, it, it, that sounds very good. Um, and for those of you listening in, you could head over to foodabletv.com forward slash chef dash AF to get that recipe. Um, you know, I also want to remind you guys that are listening maybe over on the podcast or are checking us out on YouTube that uh, at the end of the show, we are going to ask chef to share his must-have kitchen tools. So be sure to stick around for that. Now, I want to talk about something. It's so cool, and I, I you know, uh, I don't hear, hear it very often. But you guys uh, at Make Ready L and L uh, have a lasagna night. 
I need to know yeah. about that. What is Lasagna Night? What was the inspiration for it? How did it come up? And and what can we expect on Lasagna Night there? Yeah. So Lasagna Night, uh, it came up like, okay, like, how can we bring people in and really kind of make them feel at home? And uh, Friday nights, growing up for me, my, my mom would cook lasagna. Uh, so it was, you know, super simple, you know, dried pasta, blanch it, layer it up with like meat sauce, ricotta, cheese, bake it. And, you know, to me, that was like magic and, you know, amazing. So when we were kind of coming up with stuff, it was like, I want to do a lasagna. Well, you know, we'll do it one night a week. So I got these like mini, like kind of casserole dishes. Cause I mean, what better way to have a lasagna? And, uh, you know, we do the same way, you know, obviously it's a little chefed up, but, you know, we do the same layers of cheese, meat, pasta, and then we top it off with a uh, whipped burrata and bake it. And uh, people really love it. I've got uh, one person that's come back every single Friday since we started it. So I think we're doing something right with it. Oh, um, did you just say whipped burrata? I did say whipped burrata. Yeah, that's that's a huge win in my book. I would like a plate yeah. of that every day with or without the lasagna delicious um you know uh you guys um there's some activation of uh additional dinner uh dinners at dine nashville and innovator dinner series can you talk to me about that yes yeah, so we just started dine nashville yes or on the 20th of february and what okay. that is it's like Nashville restaurant week uh, okay. So what we're doing is a three-course menu at night. So, you know, you get a choice of appetizer, entree, and dessert for $55. And then uh, for brunch, we're doing a uh, two-menu for $35. So it's a pretty sweet deal. And, uh, you know, we're already starting to see some traction from it. And then another thing we did was uh, that we're doing this innovator series. So okay. we had a dinner earlier this month with uh, food sustainability like leaders in Nashville. And uh, it was really cool because kind of got to see a different perspective on the industry. Whereas like we were kind of uh, in the business of, you know, bringing in product and cooking and using what we want to cook with. Whereas these people will take, you know, food stores and donations and then they go out and they teach people how to cook with, uh, you know, all these ingredients that are donated. And uh, it's kind of a out of necessity, but it's it's really cool to see the food, like how people are dealing with food waste, and how you know we can look forward in helping out the community, and also helping out you know the world in a way of uh, making sure that we use all the you know the food that we put out there. That's that's incredible, and that's just an uh, that's that was just so I could repeat it back to the guys listening in today. Uh, Innovator dinner, Innovator Dinner Series, and is that something that is going to be ongoing, or is it something that goes from restaurant to restaurant in Nashville? How does that work? Uh, yeah, so it's a dinner series that we're doing at Ready. So the next one's in a few months, and uh, we haven't lined up the speakers yet, but I'm sure it'll be. Uh, just as interesting and amazing. So, so what? What? How does that? How, how does that work? Um, do can can guests book and then sit in as part of that series to be a part of the conversation? 
Yes. Yeah, so uh, once it's once we uh, have everything up, it'll be launched on our website. Basically, okay. it'll be a ticketed event where you can just go online, buy a ticket, and show up, and you know, get yummy, delicious food and talk. Uh, you know, food for the mind as well. Okay, I love that food for the mind. Um, so, can you share a little bit about the overall uh, food and beverage program at Noel? Yes. So we went over Make Ready, but then we also have uh, three bars. Uh, one is uh, it's called Hidden Bar because uh, originally it was going to be a storage room, and they they converted it into a bar behind the storage closet door. Uh, so it's really cool. So in the winter we do like a uh, kind of you know, this year was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, last year alone. Uh, so, I mean, people really dig the whole uh, Christmas spirit. So that's really fun. But right now it's called uh, Le Salon Rouge. And it's basically a uh, kind of like a French Quarter uh, burlesque kind of style thing. It's, 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 it's really cool. Again, it's all red and, you know, it's perfect place to bring your date after a nice dinner at Make Ready. And then we have our uh, rooftop bar, Rare Bird. Uh, which is really cool spot. It's probably one of the best views in downtown Nashville. Like you look directly at Nissan Stadium. Uh, you got a nice view of the Cumberland River and then uh, as well as, uh, you know, most of downtown. And then you can get my food up there as well as uh, some really amazing cocktails. And then we have our uh, lobby bar, which is called Trader. And uh, just, we have two bartenders up there that are just kind of like legends of the town now, like for their martinis and old fashions and, Right. It's really classic and probably the, one of the coolest looking bars I've ever seen. I and love then, it. So there's a lot to do within the hotel. Okay, what else What else do you have there? So we also have our uh, coffee shop. It's called Drugstore Coffee because at one point in time it was a pharmacy. So we kind of took that uh, you know, history and made it kind of a part of what we do now. Uh, so they do some really cool stuff up there. The, the baristas really challenge themselves to you know, be at the forefront of, you know, what's cool in that world. And then we also do, uh, we just started like doing flatbreads up there, uh, doing, we, like, uh, we got this new homemade cinnamon roll that is just decadent and delicious. And, uh, you know, it, it makes you feel good after you eat it, but it might, it might slow you down for an hour or two. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best kind to eat, right? So Seriously, what yeah. can we... <laughs> So what is, um, you know, for someone who hasn't been to Make Ready, uh, what are some of the dishes, what are some of, uh, what would you consider some of the menu classics that if we're coming in to dine that we should try? Yeah, so uh, one of the most fun dishes that I came up with, and uh, it's basically I take this crock that you would normally make like guacamole in, and I get that really hot and that sits on the stove and then we flip it over, we pour uh, our Pomodoro sauce to it, and then we have a, uh, a big chunk, a six ounce chunk of uh, breaded smoked mozzarella that we uh, fry up and then bake so it's nice and uh, melted on the inside. And then that goes into that bubbly cauldron of tomato sauce, top it off with some uh, sea salt and herbs, serve it with some bread. It's basically, you know, it's a, you know, it's basically a mozzarella stick, but it's, it looks amazing. It tastes amazing. And it's just a really cool presentation. And we call it formaggio crocante, which just translates to crispy cheese in Italian. And it's a, uh, once one goes out in the restaurant, everybody, every table is just like, I want. Everybody wants it, right? I mean, two of my favorite yeah. words you just picked. 
You just paired two of my favorite words together, Chris. Crispy and cheese. Thank you. So <laughs> you can never go. What, no. What else? What else do you have on the menu that 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 we should give a try? Yeah. So uh, like our spaghetti pomodoro is uh, when I was first R and Ding it, and like my boss was like, "Whoa! Like this tastes really good." So it's like you know. Uh, it's a little bit more than just tomato sauce. Uh, so we, we put a lot of like vegetables into our uh, pomodoro, a lot of herbs, a lot of uh, aromatics. So like when you do taste it, it's not just something that, you know, you pour out of a can. It's, you know, you can taste the love, you can taste the passion and the pride that goes into it. Uh, so it's, 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 it's a very simple dish. It's just pomodoro, poultry butter, parmesan, basil and spaghetti. But when you taste it, it's just, it's 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 magical. Yeah. I love that you I love that you said that you know uh, it has the love and passion in it. I think that's why chefs I'm always so impressed with because that's why you do what you do because you put everything into it um, and and that and that comes through in the dishes that you create. Obviously, it's, that's the. So um, before I let you go today, Chris. I want you to share with us your top three must-have kitchen tools. Something that you would be lost with. Something that you 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 know, no matter what kitchen you're in, these three things are the must-haves. Can you share that with us? Yeah, absolutely. So first one, and it's the most important tool, is a tasting spoon. Uh, I can't emphasize enough uh, how important it is to like taste the season your food as you go. Especially if you're going to like serve food in a restaurant that someone's going to pay for. Uh, it's something that kind of gets lost through uh, time, but it's, you always need to taste your food. Uh, so it's number one, most important tool, a taste experience. <laughs> uh, second, I love having a microplane. Uh, it's just such a great tool for refinement. Just adding like a little nuances to dishes, whether it's citrus cheese or, you know, it's, it's so many different uses. And then third is just a good peeler. Uh, you know, that's, I think everyone, every chef loves is having a good peeler, but they always disappear because of the smallest tool you have. <laughs> so it's, they're hard to keep track of. Yes, yes. I love all three of those. I've taken notes and I will be sure that I have those with me at all times in my kitchen. Um, Chris, I want to thank you for stopping by today. I appreciate your insights on recipes and menus. Um, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey, I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, if you're over on the podcast, make sure you guys rate us. Uh, tell us what you think. Give us a review. And if you're over on YouTube, hey, hit the like button and subscribe. If you have a suggestion for the show, you can hit me up at Twitter at I am Lisa Peppy. This is Chef AF, and we will catch you next time.